It's election day here in the United States, Mike. So I assume we're going to talk about voting machines, polls, the Electoral College, something like that. I thought we'd go a little closer to the metal and talk about one very specific service the government provides. Oh, okay. Uh, by metal, do you mean grill? Are we talking about some food? Oh, we're talking about cheese, baby. That's right. Although I don't know if those single-served processed cheese slices are actual cheese or not, but they are indeed our topic today. Ah, yes. Quote, American cheese. Good for burgers. American cheese. Nothing else. Yeah, I think they're very popular on burgers. Well, because it melts so well, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because it's plasticky rubber. Because it's nothing. (laughs) The term comes from the 1910s when James Kraft, the founder of Kraft Foods, started using it to market the slices. Fair, but Kraft was Canadian-American, so they deserve some of the credit, blame, fault, something. I don't know, but they're definitely involved somehow. (laughs) While we're already so far off topic from government cheese, I want to give a definition of, quote, American cheese. It has a definition. I've decided how much I actually hate the phrase government cheese. I was fine with it, uh, reading it. But now hearing it, don't like it. So the definition of American cheese is set by the Standards of Identity for Dairy Products, which is this document that I read more of than I should have. Uh, It's part of the U.S. Code of Federal Regulations. So to be labeled, quote, American cheese, a processed cheese is required to be manufactured from cheddar cheese, Colby cheese, washed curd cheese, or granular cheese, or any mixture of of two or more of these. The CFR also, in case you were wondering, I know you were, includes regulations for the manufacturing of processed American cheese. Look, this is basically like the hot dog of cheese. Can we say that? It's the hot dog of cheese. Why Why the hot dog of cheese? Because like, you know, hot dogs are made up of like all the parts left over and they put them in a tube. Same thing with this cheese. It's the nuggets of cheese, the, the, the nugs. Anyway, now that we're on this very tasty rabbit hole, uh, I would talk about how it's made, but I stopped when I got to the phrase, a melted homogenous mixture. I think that's enough. Oh, yep, that's that's enough. That's gross. So, But not everyone thinks so. So you Americans have purchased about $2.77 billion worth of American cheese in 2018. That's a year of record. Oh. Uh, I will note that the price and popularity of the product has been falling in recent years. So we picked a specifically large number there. That may be for the best that it's falling. So uh, we haven't gotten to where the government comes into all of this. Yes. All right. So... American cheese slices have shown up basically everywhere, from military kitchens, food banks, and school cafeterias for decades, thanks mostly to its low cost and somewhat longer shelf life than other dairy products. Government cheese is a type of American-style cheese controlled by the federal government to maintain the price of dairy when subsidies artificially inflate its supply. (laughs) Subsidies, we should mention, put in place by the very same government. Don't focus on things like that. That's how you, <laughs> that's how you get lost in the matrix. <laughs> this reminds me of the uh, maple syrup thing, the maple syrup heist. Yes, and the Norwegian butter crisis. These are all sort of loosely linked. <laughs> I we, I'd forgotten about that one. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Governments really get into the weeds when it comes to food supply, and mm-hmm. it sometimes backfires. Mm-hmm. So this got out of hand starting in the early 1980s. As the cheese, along with 
butter and dehydrated cheese powder had to be stored in over 150 warehouses across 35 states. That's a lot of cheese. It is so much. And these are small. They're slices. (laughs) So much cheese. The amount of cheese, in fact, totaled over 500 million pounds. Not GBP pounds. Right. Pounds is in weight. Libs. Yes. By the time President Ronald Reagan signed the Agriculture and Food Act of 1981, the cheese stockpile equaled more than two pounds of cheese for each person living in the United States. (laughs) Holy cow. You mean holy cheese? No, that's Swiss. hey The government began dispersing its stockpile to food banks and to those using food stamp programs. Look at this. Without people in the program actually having to use any of their stamps to take cheese home with them. They were just giving it away. California was the first state to, quote, take the cheese. The first delivery that it received (laughs) was for three million pounds of it. It was distributed to low-income families through the Temporary Emergency Food Assistance Program. I hope that this food program included more than just cheese. Me too. Uh, Especially because the first shipments of government cheese were often moldy. Eventually, they got that worked out. But you know, these things have been in underground warehouses for a long time. Oh and as, as a result of all of this, cheese and butter demand fell. And the National mm-hmm. Cheese Institute, a very spicy group, called Fowl. Eventually, this got so bad where the government had to bail out dairy farmers and basically, again, subsidize the industry that it had subsidized before, which led to this imbalance. By the early 1990s, the dairy market stabilized as the government surpluses dried up. That's not the end of the story, though. We haven't learned our lesson because in August 2016, the U.S. Department of Agriculture stated that it planned to purchase approximately 11 million pounds, wait, not libs. British dollars, uh, 11 million libs of cheese worth some $20 million. And again, That's own in the libs. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's a cheesy joke, Mike. Hey, uh, this, like before, would be redistributed to food banks and people in need across the country. The goal was to help produce a $1.2 billion cheese surplus again that had been at its highest level in 30 years and to stabilize farm prices. Currently, as part of the USDA Food Nutrition Service Commodity Support... <laughs> oh my gosh, let me try that again. The USDA Food Nutrition Service Commodity Supplemental Fruit Program, or the CSFP for sure, Sp- eligible, <laughs> eligible seniors over 60 are provided one 32-ounce block of processed cheese food each month supplied by participating dairies. I hate the way that, that, that this stuff is written in America, like cheese food, cheese product. Mm-hmm. It really makes me feel unwell. Block of processed cheese food. It's my new band name. There's been a lot of conversation around the nutritional value of government cheese. It's been argued that people in poverty, such as those who would benefit from such programs, are more likely to become obese. Between 1988 and 1994, uh, there was a study that showed individuals below the poverty line had an obesity rate of nearly 30%. The nutrition facts on government cheese suggests a serving size of two slices. Per serving, the total fat content is 9 grams, of which 6 grams are saturated fat. There are also 30 milligrams of cholesterol and 380 milligrams of sodium. 
You know I've never been so happy to be lactose intolerant. <laughs> I think I am now, too. <laughs> <laughs> Our thanks to Kubra for sending this in. What a magical topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to learn more about government cheese or if you miss those episodes. You should call it freedom cheese. Freedom cheese. Yes, that's so good. USA. USA. And everyone would eat it. If you want to learn more about government cheese or the episodes that we mentioned earlier about the maple syrup robbery and the Norwegian butter crisis... All those links are in the show notes. You can also find them on the web at relay.fm slash ungenius slash 116. While you're there, you can send us an email with your favorite weird Wikipedia topic, and it will go on the list. Or you can become a member of Ungenius and support the show directly, which Mike and I both really appreciate. You can find us on Twitter. The show is at Ungenius. You can find Mike there as I-M-Y-K-E. And you can find me on Twitter it's ISMH. And until the next time government subsidies ruin an entire part of the economy, Mike, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all.